Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 213. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have the off-road Andy. Yeah, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment pod uh, after this. But this is our sports podcast, and uh, how about we kick things off immediately with uh, the Final Four, March Madness. Baylor takes the crown. Yeah, I feel like I don't even want to talk about that final game. Just talk about that UCLA-Gonzaga game. Good grief. So let's start. Yeah, let's just start with what was fun there. UCLA-Gonzaga was one of the best games to ever happen. Oh, it yeah. was fr- from the start, like, you know, the, the pregame, they're saying like, well, UCLA is going to have to hold them to like 70 to have a chance. And then um, one of the people on there was like, I think, I think actually they're going to have to win by being really good on offense. Cause Gonzaga's too good on offense for them to really slow it down. And uh, that was the correct one. And UCLA played super efficient. They made, they made their threes. They looked really good. And, and Gonzaga is just a powerhouse. And, I was back and forth game. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. And um but it wasn't enough for UCLA. They they took them took them to OT. They they really had a good chance of winning it there. Um that crazy like there was a charge. It was a good call. It was the right call, but it's always strange to see a charge happen, but I mean the guy missed the shot anyways. Yeah. So I guess you could have said oh it was a block. They they were never going to put that guy on the line for that. That would be a horrible way to end that game, but yeah, absolutely. It was, for me, the kind of game UCLA had to have a perfect game, which they pretty much did. And Gonzaga barely had a better game, obviously. I mean, they only won at the last second, but it just showed you Baylor, uh, Baylor uh, UCLA was not better than Gonzaga. Did they play better than Gonzaga? They did. Um, but again, I mean, trading buckets at the end, uh, and I mean, the guy didn't call bank. Like, that's uh, such bullshit. Like, Take away the backboard, he missed that shot by a mile. But yeah. the backboard exists, so. <laughs> and, and it was crazy that uh, it happened twice to UCLA in like a week span. They had, uh, in the Sweet 16 game, Alabama tied it um, with like a three right at the end, and they but UCLA was able to still win in overtime. Yeah, I watched uh, that game. Uh, that was on a Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah, I watched that game as well, and that was the first and uh, – Maybe besides that uh, game uh, on s- this last Sunday, the only other game I shouted uh, out loud. Yeah, yeah, no, I I think I was I was watching it by myself and I was audible. Um, and you know I'm I'm happy that I'm not like a huge UCLA fan or else that would have been a crushing game. Yeah, that would have been it for you. <laughs> that that is that is a rough way to lose off a you know a bank shot after playing so well. Uh, but also, if you were a fan, I guess you just you probably feel more pride than. Than anger, I'm sure disappointment, sadness, but like wow, they they shouldn't have been there. Yeah, they're an and, 11 seed. Also, they have all the bragging rights they need, considering USC was what a six seed, and they passed them up. So, yeah, and the fact that USC played Gonzaga the round before and got blown out. Yeah, just an awful game that I was hoping for more. Uh, so yeah, after that happened, I was actually worried that UCLA would be the same thing that. Gonzaga was just going to run away with it. Yeah, I was prepared to um, turn that TV off as as needed. Yeah, especially because the, the first Final Four game, Baylor-Houston, was a nothing game. Baylor took control of that early and so never boring. let up. 
what 20 which point was, game like the whole second half or something yeah which was basically a preview of the national championship game yeah uh and i i don't know if that the fact that now gonzaga lost will probably make that ucla game like less historic yeah in the end it's doesn't it's like it's not wasn't part of like a great win that led them to the championship like they're talking about that uh the grant hill the leitner to beat kentucky mm-hmm. well i think duke won that year that's why that play you know lived on forever and I mean, Baylor came out, and from the get-go, they were just more physical. They were faster. They were just—they seemed more athletic. Uh, they were shutting down Timmy with his dumb handlebar mustache uh, in the paint for the most part. I mean, they were getting stuffs. What, what did it take? Five and a half minutes for uh, Gonzaga to even get on the board with a free throw? Yeah. Uh, so right out of the gate, I was—I I mean, my dad was going for uh, the Zags. I didn't really care either way. One team had a, a guy had a mullet. The other guy had a, a, a handlebar mustache. So yeah. I didn't have a ball in either court. Um, but my dad was really going for the zag. So he was kind of bumming. Um, but I don't know. They just seemed outmatched. Like it reminded me of like playing in high school and like being like a, a good team, but then going against a team that's just elevated. And then just the frustration that you are faced with the whole game as these people are just kind of eating your lunch. Um, I mean, they, they didn't let it get to them too bad. I mean, they obviously started mounting a comeback even, but it just was not in the cards for them. I don't think. Well, they were down by like 20, 10 minutes into the game. Which yeah, is like, exactly. <laughs> when you see a score, it says like 30 to 10. You're like, Oh shit, that's bad. Especially in college. I mean, Yeah. But I think it does show you like when people ask like, well, how is that like Timmy? He could be so good in college. Why is he not going to be in the NBA? It's like, well, this is why it's like, yeah, he's he's going <laughs> to whoop ass at, you know, L.A. Fitness for the rest of his life. His footwork is amazing. He can get almost any you know layup he wants. Who uh, doesn't matter who's guarding him so long as they're not in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. So just when you play <laughs> better competition, it's nothing. Uh, I mean, the other funny thing is. Gonzaga has more pro talent, but what Baylor has, they have a really old team. I think I saw their starting lineup. Their average age was like almost twenty three. So it's like these are just these are just men. Like these are <laughs> beaten up on lower classmen here. Yeah. Like like Jalen Suggs is the by far the best player there. Like as far as like future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's a freshman, so what are you going to do when he's playing? There's a huge difference between somebody who's 19 and somebody who's 23. Yeah. And like we, we forget when we see guys like LeBron and Luka and stuff like that we're able to have success at that age, but like it's just that's that's rare. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Zion is another person to, to yeah, think he's about. A, he's probably and number one. Exactly. On list, like yeah. how often do those people come along? It's It's not every year. It's not every other year. Yeah, most of it's like Brandon Ingram, who like that guy weighs 102 pounds. Yeah, exactly. And I've been saying about him, especially from the get go, it's like he needs to grow into his body. He's still a kid. Once he can, you know, gain another 40 pounds, like he's going to be unstoppable. But that's not here yet. And he's he's still he's getting better every day, I think. Uh, But he just still needs to grow into himself. And yeah, when you're 19 years old and I had that problem, I'm still gaining weight myself like it's impossible for some of these kids to put on any weight they just keep growing and then they just weigh 30 pounds out there 
You know, I there was a method. Uh, I think I saw TV somewhere uh, to gain weight, and uh, you just carry a big garbage bag of burritos around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Are the chimichangas or the burritos? Yeah. <laughs> you have to wear Hawaiian shirts too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, all in all, the madness was pretty mad. I didn't watch a whole lot of the early games because whatever I would tune into would kind of blow outs and just, ugh. Uh, but the end, I mean, that was, for the most part, pretty good, uh, minus a couple games. Well, yeah, UCLA ended up having, like, four of the seven best games. Yeah. So they, they were always fun to watch, but it, it's still a great product. And I do, I think it will still be a great product even if, we start to lose more people going to like the G League straight away or they mm-hmm. let high schoolers back in because in the end, like we the teams that end up being good are like made up of upperclassmen and stuff. And it's still it's still fun. And yeah. it is fun to see these guys who you know will never be in the NBA. Like Yeah, exactly. And I mean even the commercial before is like, what was it, two or three percent of all college athletes go to a professional league. It's like everyone else goes to, you know, becoming a business owner or an accountant yeah. or a dentist or this. it's like, yeah, I don't think anyone on that court for the most part, maybe one is going to go to the NBA. So. Yeah. And like 10 years from now, when I hear like something about like, Hey, uh, whatever Timmy is, he, he put up 22 in the Swedish league. You're like, Oh yeah. I remember that guy. Like, uh, you know, and what was so like, I don't know if it was arrogant or if it was, he was trying to like jumpstart his game. Remember how he's been doing his little like handlebar mustache, like he feels it and like sell, like throws his hands to the heavens afterwards after he scores a bucket. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did that after he got, you know, a, a layup being down, you know, 18. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I think they're trying to get themselves back into it. But I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> All I yeah. feel like is down on the other end when you're guarding someone, they're like, I'm going to do this with my balls when I dunk on you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, if it, if it, if it worked for him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's definitely, he's, he's a legend. He, he'll be remembered forever. He's a character. Yeah. Well, March madness. What a, a madness it was. Now we're into April and, uh, well, the NBA playoffs aren't too far away. No, we're uh, we're about ready to wrap up the season. Uh, right now, it's all about playoff positioning. Yeah. And, you know, before we get into it, I just got to get this off my chest. So I imagine you watched Lakers Clippers on, uh, was that Easter? I didn't. Oh. I didn't care. I, I don't watch the Clippers anymore. Yeah, I'll talk they, about it. They won. I know. But. All right. Well, going into the fourth quarter, great. Mind you, obviously, LeBron and Anthony Davis are not out there. So Caruso is the only star. Um, and fat Marcus all they had 55 points going into the fourth quarter. The Lakers, yeah. 55 points. That it's, usually it's is like good, the second quarter. It's not a good team right now. Although as we're going to get into them, they, they've actually been better than I thought. They've won some games. They're beating Toronto by 20 points right now. Uh, they beat the Kings by almost 20 or by 21. Uh, they've been, they've done better than, I thought like the talent level right now is like the worst team in the NBA. Yeah. Markeith well, Morris is their best player. What about Andre Drummond? He played one game and got hurt right away. <laughs> oh, did he? I did not know that. Yeah. Well, that wasn't a serious injury. It was just still like 
That's pretty dumb. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I did want to talk about the Lakers during this uh, this kind of rough patch. They have dropped down to fifth now. So, and it doesn't seem like any of these guys are coming back soon. I don't know where the Lakers are going to end up. Uh, probably not higher than fifth. The way everyone else has been playing, yeah, they could find themselves with a, a pretty low seed if if it really gets bad. But then again, if if LeBron and Davis are back, they'll probably still be the favorites, even if they're the seventh seed. So, yeah, I mean, they can just come in like the UCLA team. But let me ask you this: Brooklyn, are they going to just annihilate the league now that they have this powerhouse of a team? <laughs> but they can't all play. So Durant's on his way back, but Harden just got hurt. There's kind of a curse going on with them. But yeah, you have to think that if they play their best, there's no one who could beat them. But in, in the NBA, it, it's you never know. With a, with a team in its first year, it, it rarely works out. Yeah, but I don't know. I just It worries me. Now they picked up uh, you know, Aldridge and uh, your boy Griffin. It's like... Maybe it's going to be the kind of thing where it's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, maybe they're not going to really vibe. But every guy in the NBA is goddamn best friends, so I feel like it's 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 probably going to be better than it w- it would have been, say, if this was nineteen eighties and these guys actually hated each other. Well, they're friends until the winning stops, and then everyone hates each other. Yeah, and then you hear the stories, but. I just, uh, it worries me. And it's like, God damn it. We just had a breakup. Well, God broke up the Warriors. It's like, now this happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's the same. I think the Warriors was like really bad because all those guys were like late 20s. Well, mm-hmm. the Nets are all in their 30s now. So I don't know if it's going to be a dynasty, but. And I'm not convinced they're the best team. Well, good. I'm, I'm, that's reassuring to hear you say that. You think yeah. Utah, though? I don't buy them this year. Uh, right, I mean, right now they're playing better. They're way better than everyone else, like results-wise. Yeah, uh, only team not into the teens on losses. Yeah, and they're they're outscoring their opponents by almost ten points a game. That's always like a really high mark. Like teams rarely get there. But Milwaukee was like that last year as well. Like, yeah, and I had said too that that's just a young team as well. So. I don't know that when is Milwaukee going to mature. They've been playing really well. Maybe this year, maybe they needed to fail as the top team and then yeah. come in as a lower seed and like surprise have something to prove. Yeah. Who, know, who knows? I don't know. I, I think there's the still Suns a lot of teams. Me. Yeah. They, they play really well and they've got players who play different roles and they've got a leader. And, but I think I wouldn't be surprised if any of these teams make it like, uh, yeah, like I said, the Lakers if they're healthy, Denver I think is is the team I'd be worried about the most. So Denver is now up to fourth. Uh, they're a game back of the Clippers. If Denver gets that like two seed, and they face and they get a home court advantage for the second round, that's always huge in Denver having the home court. Yeah, um, that they would be very scary. And and right now Jokic looks like he's probably going to win the MVP as long as that team continues to win. Hot damn. Yeah, and it's it's crazy that a guy that looks like that could be an MVP <laughs> of the basketball league when you look at like LeBron and 
people like that. Yeah, people that are negative percent body fat. <laughs> yeah. And then you got this guy, but uh, you know, yeah, I think he's the most valuable player right now. He shed some pounds though in COVID, didn't he? Yeah, I think I think he's, but he's still like, you know. I never cut. see any of the Western teams play. I usually only watch like some of the first games that are on TV, and yeah. somehow I have no idea how this works out. But every single first game is always like Philadelphia and Boston. Yeah, they love Boston. I don't understand how they're always on TV and they're always playing each other. It's always those two teams. Yeah. I think today is was Philadelphia and who? Who played them? It's, it's Philly and Boston. What the? F- are you kidding me? It is. Yeah. I just don't understand that they're always on TV. I don't like Tatum. I don't I don't know why. I just don't think I like him. Um, and I also don't like Simmons. I just don't get it. I think he's like good on the East Coast. Yeah, we, we've got big problems with the Eastern Conference again. <laughs> it's just it'll never change. So yeah, right right now if you look at the standings, the Hawks are in fourth place at twenty. I would like to watch the Hawks even. It's like I like watching a little Trey Young. I've never seen them on TV this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're games, on but, TV. It's just not when I'm watching. But, but I mean, look at this: the Hawks, fourth place, twenty six and twenty four. Ridiculous. In the West, Memphis Grizzlies, twenty four and twenty three. Very similar look record. Eighth, Eighth place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't something be done about this? Like, It's been like that for two decades now. It's You can't make these teams that suck just become better. Can we call for like Adam Silver to be fired or something or handle this? I don't know what he would do. He like, should. He could do like a presidential veto on some of these trades or like, hey, we're breaking up the banks. You guys, you're going over to this team now. Like the Sacramento Kings have to play in the eastern conference and they would make the playoffs like the kings have made the playoffs i think in 14 years they'd, they'd probably make the playoffs back. like six times if they were in the east if Vladi came back to the nba today they'd make the playoffs yeah i don't know about that but then then there's the bull the bulls a huge disappointment to me they got vucevic and they just still aren't winning i mean i guess they won their last two but it's a michael jordan curse they're still they're three games out of the eighth seed I thought they were going to make a run to for a higher seed, maybe, uh, but I don't know. I want to see that team succeed and do more, but uh, the East sucks. Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. And then I think the other problem that happens is because the East sucks, the worst West teams because they have to play the better West teams over and over. They always have worse records than they are. So yeah. the two the two worst teams in the league by record are Houston and Minnesota. So both Western teams. So they'll probably get the top two picks and get the two best players. Uh, meanwhile, the Wizards and the Magic and the Cavs are probably worse teams. Yeah, it's a snowball effect. Yeah. Whatever. Like I mean, Warriors we're on the West year. Coast, so I mean, maybe I'd be a little bit more upset if I lived in, you know, New York or something. I guess then I'd have Brooklyn. Uh, Detroit, I mean, I'd probably be upset for other reasons. Um, I don't know. I, I think this is, it's not fair to other people. Well, it's not fair to Chris Paul. I'll say that. He's played his whole career in the Western Conference, and he's been criticized for, you know, never making the finals. But it's like the West is loaded yeah. <laughs> every year. If he was on in the East, he would have figured out how to win with one of these teams. Like, get to the finals at least. Yeah. But like. It's like every year, it's like 
I mean, when he started, you had Spurs and, you know, Kobe and Gasol and all that stuff. It's like, and then he had to face the Warriors and then, you know, Harden's Rockets were tough to play. And then he joined that team and then they still had to play Kevin Durant. And it's like, it's just, it's, there's so many loaded teams. Yeah. Now, it's, even, uh, even now, like maybe, maybe this will be the year, but that's, that's going to be tough. Any team that comes out of the West will have to have beaten like three really good teams. So, mm-hmm. good luck. Yeah. Liam Neeson's coming after him. Yeah. Any other NBA uh, thoughts? Uh, no. I'm ready to move on here. All right. Let's go into the NFL. All right. Back in NFL. season. And not quite. Oh. But more news, more quarterback news. We got another uh, big quarterback move this time so everything's falling into place so after the Niners traded up to get the third pick so that they can draft one of the top quarterbacks uh, Carolina decided to trade for a QB because it's probably less likely they'll be able to pick a QB where they're picking at number eight so they traded for uh, the Jets Sam Darnold so the Jets are probably gonna take a quarterback at number two Darnold the starter needed a new new home and the Panthers were able to get him for somewhat cheap price they got for a third round pick this year and a second next year so not a whole lot um but i donald's been really bad but he was the number three overall pick he has a ton of talent and maybe he just needed to move on from the jets because it's the jets and they've been a very bad franchise for quite a while now so he's headed to carolina he's they said he's going to be the starter so teddy bridgewater is still there but he won't be the starter um, so that's, that's good for Darnold. He's going to have one more, at least one more opportunity here. And, uh, you know, he's a local guy. He's from Orange County. So I think a lot of us here are rooting for him We're to at least for him. do something. Uh, but I do think this, when I said he's going to get one more chance, I do think it is his last chance. He's got to perform here with Carolina if he wants to have uh, a career going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that also means there's one more guy off the board for teams looking for a QB. So there were some rumors of other teams being interested in him, but uh, now he's off the board. So uh, there's a lot of craziness now. So Atlanta, who's picking number four, has basically said, uh, come trade with us. If you are a team that thinks you're not going to be able to get that QB you want, uh, we're available. Make us an offer. So it's a quarterback league. That's how the NFL works. Everyone wants a good QB. That's what it's all about. Yep. All right. Well, that, that's it for the NFL. That's that's really the only big story this week. Uh, all right. But the, the draft's coming up. We have, we'll have more to talk about. Yeah, stay tuned. All right, let's talk soccer. The Champions League. It's, that's the only soccer we ever talk about, but it's happening. It happened today. The quarterfinals started today. Uh, the second uh, round of games in the quarterfinals are tomorrow or today, so Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, but what happened today, uh, our our favorite player here, uh, Erling Aland, uh did not win. His Dortmund did not win. They uh, they lost 2-1 to one to Manchester City, uh, but it, the, it was a Manchester City home game, so that uh, means they still have a chance. So this is how they do it, is uh, the two, they play home and home. So they're not eliminated, but they have to... Uh, Flip the script. They're, they're going to have to win uh, 3-1 or uh, 1-0 uh, for them to move on. And then the other game today, uh, 
Madrid beat Liverpool three to one. So that means they're probably going to move on. So Liverpool um, has won this tournament before. Fan favorite. Uh, it's probably all over form. And so tomorrow or today, we've got Munich versus PSG and Porto versus Chelsea. So uh, this is just the first leg, I think. So next week will probably be uh, the rest of them. And then we're going to move on to the the semifinals. Whoa. Which they don't call. They don't call the final four. Yeah, uh, but it is the final four. But I think that's trademarked. Um, of course, it is. They own well, probably all of those words. Yeah, it means we've got uh, the final pretty soon. Looks like uh, May 29th. So that is something to look forward to. Okay. Uh, but we all have to uh, root for our guy from Dortmund. That'll be next week, next Tuesday. I wait with bated breaths. Yep. <laughs> All right, we ready to talk baseball? Yeah. This you is, know, my this nephew the... went to uh, the second game for the Angels. Yeah. He's already Just been. Him. He's four. He went by himself. Yeah. No, he went <laughs> with his parents. Uh, yeah, it's it's back. We've got baseball. It was everything we all missed, I think. Uh, all the hot dogs that we had was so enjoyable. Um, I don't know. I I, I want to go to a game, but maybe not now. Maybe I'll wait a little you know, bit. I drove by on a Easter Sunday, and it was interesting just you know going on the fifty seven right there to see the lights on, the signs and the uh, like the screens on and everything, and actually seeing people in there. I mean, yeah. it's what a third of the uh, the attendance, but. Uh, just felt a little normal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know. It, 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 the fact that it started on time, like everything like seems right. We had Easter and we had this and the final four and it's like, yeah, timelines are right. Like remember last year where we, the NBA finals were in October. Yeah. That was pretty weird. Season was closed right now. Yeah. Uh, well, so, so what's happened so far in, in baseball? Uh, the Angels have been actually, they've been very good. Uh, if you listen to our MLB preview, uh, both Tony and I did pick them. So that's a nice little start. Four very and two. Exciting. Yeah. So we actually picked them to win that division because we cannot bring ourselves to pick Houston, who uh, is actually five and one right now, but it's it's so gross. And I do enjoy that now that the fans are back there, they are just taking so much shit. Because after, after that scandal broke, uh, there was never another baseball game with fans, so they didn't get to they didn't have to face angry fans. So uh, I know that so yesterday, uh, two trash cans got thrown onto the field as a reference to them uh, hitting the trash can, you know, to send signals. Uh-huh. So that that's that's a whole lot of fun. That I like now that. they finally they finally have to deal with that shit. They should be like banned for a year or something. Like there's there needs to be more repercussions than oh you have to pay us. $500,000. Yeah. Well, you're not the first person to say that. So I know, but I mean, do they even care? Like, <laughs> I know it's, it's everyone's upset with the, the commissioner. So if these kids, tw- if they tweeted a bad word, they'd be fired. They cheated and they're like, oh, well, whatever. Yeah. So another thing that happened this week, that was awesome. And I wish Tony was here to talk about it. Cause this is, it's one of his uh, countrymen, uh, Nick Castellanos, had a wild weekend. He uh, 
he hit a home run and he celebrated it too much for the Cardinals. Uh, they didn't like it too much, so they hit him the next at bat. He came around to score, play at the plate with the pitcher. He was safe, and then he just yelled at the pitcher while he was down, and it was awesome. Just a great show of emotion for uh, a fun young player that everyone enjoys, and fuck the Cardinals, so everyone liked it. Uh, but then the Cardinals decided, well, that's too much, and then then benches cleared and all this stuff. And uh, Castellanos got a two-game suspension for that. Um, no one in the Astros got any suspension for anything they did. And uh, this guy got two-game suspension for basically doing the what you just we were talking about what Timmy does, like celebrating. Mm-hmm. Like you see that shit all the time in basketball, and it's fine. But in baseball, it's like, oh, you can't do that. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. I think Tony should round up all the Greeks and they should yeah. all protest. That's where he's at right now, actually. <laughs> he's got a, yeah. a, a sign in sheet, you know, outside a falafel place. Is falafel yeah. Greek? Uh, maybe it, it's around that region. Yeah. I think it's actually like Lebanese or something, but I don't know. Maybe put olive oil in it. That's Italian. No, they have olive oil in Greece, too. A lot of olives, I think. Maybe they'll have like, a, yeah, olives and olive oil. Uh, domolids. Domolids. I don't know what that means. Teramasalta. You're looking up Greek foods? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep going. Octopus. Octopus is on here. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, another thing I want to talk about, the Orioles, who were supposed to be the worst team in all of the sport. They swept the Red Sox in their first series in Fenway, so uh, that's nice to see. Woof. Didn't LeBron just buy them? Yeah, I think he bought like a oh, half a percent or something. Ouch. Uh, but it's fun to see the Red Sox struggle. No one wants them to be successful again. Neil Diamond does. I don't think even he cares. Oh. He still gets paid. Yeah. That's all he cares about. I think Neil Diamond, isn't he from Canada? Yeah, but Boston bought him. Uh, he's still getting paid, like I said. So yeah. Um, well, then he needs them to win so that he can keep getting paid. Maybe. Uh, another thing that happened: uh, COVID. You know, COVID still still around. No, I didn't. It's it's crazy. It's um. It was it's from 2019. That's why I was called COVID 19. By remember. the way, Neil Diamond is born in Brooklyn, New York. All right, I was you wrong. Bonehead. <laughs> Well, Neil Young is from Canada. So. I don't think so. Uh, so I got one of them right, I think. Um, well, COVID happened to the Washington Nationals, and uh, their series with the Mets was uh, completely postponed. And I think they still have 10 people dealing with it. Like their whole team got fucked up. Are they the only people who haven't <laughs> had COVID already? And what's strange is I think they got last year they were like the first team to like have people miss as well wow hold um, on this should be like the chicken pox when you're a kid you have your whole team come to the guy's room who has covid so that they all get through it at the same time yeah i don't know what happened but that didn't happen <laughs> i think in, in hockey uh vancouver also had an outbreak where they're like their whole team got it too so. i mean maybe baseball's different like you want to be in good shape to fight it easy so maybe they shouldn't do it. I don't. I don't know how many of these. Uh, what's that huge guy that played for New York? What the guy who couldn't even wear a helmet? His head was so big. 
Bartolo Colon. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how many Bartolo Colones they have on their team, but four. Yeah. I just feel like you're know, like, oh, we got COVID. So uh, everyone has to go to his room, uh, you know, and he's going to be sneezing everywhere. So we're just going to get this through our systems and out, out the door so that we don't miss any more games. Yeah, I think this has got to be the end of it. I mean, a lot of players have been getting vaccinated. And everything, yeah, don't they is... all qualify by now? Like I could have gotten a vaccine like three weeks ago. Yeah, no, I don't think it's true, but uh... I could have. I'm an essential employee, Andy. All right, whatever. I whatever have my paperwork. But I think a lot of these people are in states where they can get it now. And uh, some of them are still saying they're reluctant. That's a thing, you know, but you don't want to have a sore arm when you're playing ball. Yeah. I mean, I said they should have given it to all the athletes like two months ago. Just not told anyone. Because like we don't want this to really we don't we don't want the NBA finals to get fucked up because somehow someone yeah, Rudy got Gobert it still. gets it again. Yeah. Like Kyrie, like. If Kyrie got it, he would retire probably, right? Yeah. He would like make a YouTube channel and talk about how it isn't real, but now it is because it's in him and now it's really going to be bad. He's got to travel to the edge edge of the earth to uh, find a cure. (laughs) So I don't know. But they did did start the season again for those teams. So the Mets and Nationals did uh, end up playing this week. Um. But Nationals were down a bunch of players still. So. Uh, it's going to happen again. There's going to be another team where this is going to happen. I kind of feel like they're probably not being as cautious anymore, right? Yeah. Like, I haven't even looked. Like, do they all wear masks in the dugout like and all this stuff? And do they? Well, they should get, like, those big horse, like, troughs that they can eat out of so that they can spit the seeds into the bag, like their mask. Yeah. I don't know. But baseball, it's here. Yeah, they're it's happening. The Dodgers are four and one. They look really good. There you uh, go. And then the other big baseball story is more of a political story, but I think it is still baseball news. We have to talk about it. Uh, the All Star yeah. Game was moved out of Atlanta. Uh, announced now today, uh, going Colorado. to Colorado. So, which I had also heard that they have stricter voting laws in Colorado. No, it's more complicated than that. I'm sure it is. So I don't know if that's something we, I don't think it's also, something we want to talk about. But their mail-in is like 15 days versus what's Georgia 17. Yeah, but everyone gets a mail-in ballot. That's the difference. Okay. <laughs> I mean that it was more relevant when, like, I think Milwaukee was like, "Hey, we'll take the All-Star game," and I was like, "Well, you guys have the same voting rules, I think." So no, <laughs> that would be uh, hypocritical, but. Uh, either way, it's not going to be in Atlanta, and I don't know what that means uh, for the future. Other sports things. So last time this kind of thing happened, um, I guess you say it worked. So Charlotte uh, lost the NBA All-Star Game, and I believe a Final Four after a controversial uh, bill was passed in North Carolina, and then eventually the bill got rescinded and that was all over so um i don't know this might be the future we're gonna see more things like this everyone's a freedom fighter yeah so i mean i'd rather see the all-star game in colorado anyways because it's ball goes further yeah it's a cool ballpark and everything (laughs) i've been there i've been to that uh, ballpark 
Everyone's just loaded on Coors Light. They have mile high bar or whatever. It's a mile in the air. Yeah. They get drunker quicker. Yeah. Well, so. it's still Coors Light, so it takes a while. And you can get that guy do the commercials, you know, from Big Lebowski. Do they have a love train? They got rid of that. Oh, because wasn't that their commercial before the show? Like. What? Like a train brings like cold weather everywhere. Yeah, but they, they don't have that. They haven't had that for years, I don't think. Oh. Okay. Yeah, the silver bullet. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't think I've had a Coors Light in, I don't know, five years or something. I, I doubt that. Someone slipped you one once. I don't know. You see them, you see them out there in the wild sometimes. You're like, hey, okay. I don't think so. There's a Coors Light. I don't know. Like at a ball game or like a picnic or something. Picnics? Picnics, I feel like a Lagunitas would be served. <laughs> no, you never know. You never know who's at the picnic. I've got Lagunitas in my fridge. Yeah. A six-pack lasts me like a year and a half now. Like, I think they're supposed to, but... Yeah, I don't drink beer like at all anymore. Yep, I'm in the same spot, but... You know, maybe maybe, maybe I'll drink more. Yeah, i got a glass of wine right now. It's a Bordeaux. <laughs> Are we done talking baseball? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I think that'll uh, wrap us up if I'm uh, not mistaken, right? Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 213 of the Tony Stick Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Coors Light Andy. Thank you. I'm going to go enjoy a Coors Light right now. <laughs> Silver bullet. Very nice. We'll the see mountains you later. are blue. It means it cold. it's cold. That's true.